Welcome to a live preaching message from Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan, New York. Lighthouse Chapel International Manhattan is the Apache branch of the Lighthouse Chapel International Churches in the United States of America, where the Word of God is imparted clearly, practically, and comprehensively for present-day living. Our aim is to provide a solid foundation of Bible-based instruction to our church members to equip them to preach and teach the gospel wherever they might be. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message.
hear the tongue of the learned. May I speak and minister. Holy Spirit, bring clarity and understanding to your people. And let them be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So if you come with your book, I'm still teaching. I like, I like this book so much. So pick up your book. I'm talking about demons and how to deal with them. Hallelujah. And like I shared with you two weeks ago, Satan is too smart to come in a way that you think you will know him. Hallelujah. And when you read the story of the mad man of Gadara, which is Mark chapter 5, when we read the whole story, when you read that story, what we learn from that narrative is that the guy's behavior, the way he was behaving, was under the influence of demons. Are you here with me? His behavior was because of demons in him. Because when he met Jesus and he ran to worship him and bow, and the demons were cast out, the Bible says he returned to his right mind. So I think that up to that point, everything that he was doing was as a manifestation of the demonic activity. Hallelujah. So, what does it mean? It means that based on the way he was behaving, we can pick up demonic activities. Are you hearing me? It's like, so based on the guy's behavior, when you see that behavior, you can say, this is a demonic activity. This is a demonic activity. This, so, because his behavior revealed to us how demons influence us. And I said with you last week that as, as Christians, I mean, as, 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 a, as a rule of thumb, you understand the rule of thumb, okay? As a rule of thumb, or generally speaking, Christians are not possessed by demons. Christians can be influenced by demons. Even though they are one or two Christians, sometimes you wonder why they are not possessed. <laughs> but generally, as a rule of thumb, Christians are, can be influenced. Because the Bible said there was a man in their synagogue who had an unclean spirit. Amen. So based on his behavior, we can certainly tell how demons operate. Hallelujah. So we began to look at his behavior piecemeal, little by little. How do demons influence us? How do you? Because he, he, was, he was the height of demonic activity. Hallelujah. And last week, I shared with you that one of the ways the devil can attack you or manifest in your life. And please, before I go on, see, I can give you the end. Satan has only one aim. Okay? And what is his aim? I said, what is his aim? I said, what is his aim? Do you have a verse for that? What is the verse? I said, what is the verse? John 10, 10. John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief cometh not, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. If you allow... I mean, you look at the guy, what he was doing. What, what do you think will be his ultimate end? Staying in the tomb, cutting himself. What do you think will happen to him eventually? Yeah. The devil has only one aim, to kill you. That's what that one don't make. Satan is not your friend. He does not visit you. He's not going to come have a tea party with you. Hallelujah. 
So be careful about it. Amen. And I shared with us last week. You see, he's too smart. What, 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 what we are doing, we are diagnosing Satan. I shared with you, one of the ways that he can get you is to make you believe in a lie. The devil can make you believe in a lie. Because when he makes you believe in a lie, he will eventually destroy you. Hallelujah. That is why I talk about CSD. You remember CSD? What was CSD? Your current state delusions. And you find that all of us have a few current state delusions. You hear and there, you think you are this, but you are not. You think somebody doesn't like you. Not. You know, those type of behavior. You think you are, you know. But may God deliver you from your current state delusions. Amen. Hallelujah. But let me go on because I don't have much time. Today I want to talk about another, man, another manifestation. Another manifestation of Satan in your life. Okay? That when you see it, be careful that you know that Satan is here. And that is fear. You see, fear. The guy was in the tombs, afraid. When Satan wants to get at you, he will make you be afraid. Every time, the, you see, he will make you afraid. Anything, oh yeah, oh yeah, you don't know about that. Anything that causes you to be afraid. Is, and fear can keep you in bondage. Hallelujah. It can keep you in bondage. Yeah. Hebrews chapter 2 verse. What does it say? Hebrews chapter 2 verse 15. Shall I read for you? Hebrews are partakers of flesh and blood. He also himself likewise took part of the same. That, that and delivered them who through fear of death were all their lives subject to bondage. One of the things that can keep you in bondage is fear. You cannot express yourself. When you are afraid, the talent, he said, I was afraid and I hate myself. A lot of us are not reaching our potential because of fear. And once again, sometimes we say, oh, I'm being cautious. You're not being cautious. You're being afraid. The reason you don't want to let yourself go, or like you're afraid. You see, anyway, well, you are afraid of what people will say. You are afraid of what people think. You are, afraid, you are so concerned about people's opinion. If you're not concerned when you know very well that you can't afford it. If you're not afraid of people's opinion, why have you done that hairstyle? When you know very well. <laughs> but you want to be cool. Fear. Some fear. You can't even work at certain places. Fear, but we bind the spirit of fear. Amen. I mean, fear. Christian brother. When she, when she's, I mean, why are you? You are, fear, you are afraid. You won't die. <laughs> fear. Just listen to me. 
fear of death will kill you. Hallelujah. Learn not to walk in fear. The mistake of calling fear caution. Oh, I'm being cautious. You're not being cautious. You are afraid. It's not caution. You are actually afraid. Why do drive the car on the highway? <laughs> Look at Insurance does not go up. Or, you see, insurance company will say because you are driving local, you pay cheaper. Okay? Fear is not called. Fear. Fear, 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 fear. You know? Hallelujah. No, fear can paralyze you. In, in, preaching. We are exposing demons. God had not given us the spirit of what? Everybody read this me. Of fear. Fear is not a mood. The fear is not a mood. Fear is not a feeling. Understand that that fear that comes upon you, fear that I will lose my family, fear that my job will not go on, it is a spirit. Don't entertain it. It's not a mood. It is a spirit from the devil. For God had not given. So it does not come from God. Yeah. Some of, some of you have this morbid fear that you will not live long. Like one lady. Why aren't you married? Because I'm afraid that if I marry, I may divorce. Please. children. You see, when Job was doing that, when, when Job was praying for his children or sacrificing, he was doing it out of fear. For he said, perchance they may have sinned. Some of you are too much afraid for your child. You are so afraid for your child, nobody can, your child cannot go anywhere. Your child cannot go anywhere. Nobody can take off your child. So one small child has become an albatross. You cannot let the child go to somebody else. And, and you say, oh, I love my child. I'm being cautious. You are not being cautious. You are afraid. Other children are running around. Nothing has happened to them. Fear. Phobia. Some of you have fear of flying. I don't know how you came here though. <laughs> Phobia. You see, and I'm saying all these fears, they didn't come from God. Hallelujah. Fear, it makes you behave abnormally. Demons. Fear. I mean, I know a brother. He's one of our churches. He has so much phobia. Even when he's coming to church, you see, when he's coming to church, he's so afraid of gems. That even when he's come to church, the door that everybody will, he will take a tissue and hold the door and turn it. Because he's afraid of He touches, before he sits down, if he's come to sit down, he will take every tissue, 
he sits down. His children, when they come, you sanitize them. You see, you see, Medically, you see, medically, it can be diagnosed as OCD. OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Obsessive compulsive disorder. You are so obsessive. Clean everything. Gem will touch you. This, that, that, that. Gem, gem, gem. You see, and Marcus, Marcus Jackson suffered from that disease. That's what happened to Marcus Jackson at the point he was living in a bubble. Fear. And it's demons. It's demons. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying don't be hygienic, but some of them, you see, it, it, it's actually demonic. Your husband wants to kiss you, go and brush your teeth. Go and brush your teeth for what? <laughs> All those two of you wives, oh, go and brush your teeth. Have you bath? What has sex to do with bath? Oh, reverend, you need to bath. Bath for what? The whole thing is pH related. OCD. OCD. Obsessive compulsive disorder. Clean this, clean that, clean that. Because you are, you see, what I'm saying, I'm not saying, you see, I'm talking about fear. See, and it stems from a fear of a disease. And it's from the devil. Hallelujah. Fear of what? Fear of something will happen to my child. It's from the devil. Fear of something happened. See, and Bible is saying that God has not given us the spirit of what? Fear. But of what? Power. Of what? Power. Of power, love, and the sound. Because see, it means that when there is fear, there's no power. Whenever there is fear, you lose his power. Wherever there is fear, you lose his power. Hallelujah. That's what happened to the, 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 the guy who had his talent. You see, because how does fear make you lose power? Fear makes you lose power through what is called the paralysis of analysis. The paralysis of analysis. Because you see, one thing that you're going to do, you have analyzed it so much. What if it doesn't work? What if, the, what if, what if, what, so you don't do? I'm preaching to you. Let me just not do it. What if it doesn't work? Yeah. What if it doesn't work? Paralysis. What if? What if? What if? What if? What about? Have you thought about what if it works? But if you analyze it so much. And let me tell you, some people have that demon. Look, every small thing. Calculate. What I do is, what if? What if? What if? What if? I was recently talking to a couple. The wife said, the wife was telling me, don't mind my husband. He thinks too much. And I said, and I agree with the wife. The guy is, listen to me, sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. Why are you, you have a child who's two years old and you are worried about what if he, when he gets to 18, can he go to college? What kind of nonsense is that? <laughs> I mean, what nonsense is that? You did the, the, I'm talking about two-year-old walking around. You are worried about 
So we have to be careful. We have to start saving. You see, and the thing is waking him up. Because of a two-year-old child running the house, he was annoyed with his wife for spending money to travel. Hey, you are wasting money. Look, two years old. It's not proactive. You are living in fear. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible said the just shall live by faith. I said the just shall live by faith. I said the just shall live by faith. Hey, you know, this country, we have no parent here. There is no mother. There is no father. You know, we have to be careful. Let's save for the rainy day. So every day you are saved, you are saved, you are saved. One day you, you will save. The money will be under your mattress. They will carry you to Ghana in a coffin. <laughs> You don't take care of yourself because you are afraid. Listen, like I said, the just shall live. Again? Say it again. You must learn to have faith in God. You must learn to have faith in God. You must learn to know that God will take care of you. You must believe God that God will heal you. You must be like God will deliver you from your accidents. Amen. Just have faith in God. Amen. I'm preaching to somebody here. You see, fear has crippled you. You could have done more. But fear has kept you. But today I tell you, go ahead. I'm telling you, go, go for it. Don't live in fear. Go for it. God will take care of you. Are you hearing me? Yeah, too much fear. Hallelujah. And fear takes away love. When you, when you fear, you can't love. And this time I'm talking to the wives. And allow me to talk to the wives. I should talk to them. <laughs> when you fear. What, what a lot of wives call love is not love. It's fear. I'm preaching, Michael. Fear. Yeah. What is controlling you? It's, it's, it's not love at all. Don't call that in love. Yeah, it's not love. It's fear. Yeah. Don't call it love at all. First John 4 8, 4 18. You see, have you seen the best? It says, There is no love, but perfect love casted out fear. There's no fear. In other words, love and fear cannot exist. You cannot say, you see, and what is fear? Because you see, perfect. When you love, you are not suspicious. Are you talking to? Where are you going? It is fear, not love. I'm preaching. Where did you go? Who did you talk to? When did you come home? But you know I love you. No, you know it's not. You know I love you. You are afraid. You perfect love casted away fear. If you are not suspicious, why don't you believe that he closed late? You make an investigation. Okay, you closed late. When did you close? How long did you take to get home? And then you are calling his work. And then you, uh, uh, oh, uh, I've seen some before. One's bitten to a side. <laughs> so, 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 what? That, what do you know that? Your fear and your suspicion. So a certain love with someone who always suspects you. This was the story of John Wesley. Why do you asperse me? The greatest preacher. 
At the point, his marriage broke down. He said, why do you express me? Why do you express me? If you want to experience real love in your marriage, take away fear and suspicion. And don't, don't call it love. I'm checking up on you. Checking up on what? <laughs> I'm preaching. I am checking. Do you have to tell him? Doesn't he know his way home? What I'm trying to say that a lot of homes have been ruined instead of fear. What you do, what you know, when you behave like that, the guy is actually put off. And by the way, by the way, by the way, you you have given yourself a job. Even the FBI. They fail. So, what? Why have you given yourself? Yeah. Who? Who? who, who uh, uh, some husbands. Listen. It does not mean he has he has hired a parole officer. <laughs> <laughs> has hired you. The, the marriage, marriage does not equal to parole officer. I'm preaching. I have not, you have not gotten a parole officer. Because a, it's only a parole officer who you have to monitor. Where did you go? What time you left? I think it's a marriage. It's not parole. Yeah. Small marriage. That guy, where did you go? You see, I'm talking about demonic activity. Gradually, it is destroying your marriage. Yeah. You better, you see, let me, say, let me tell you. You better live by faith and understand the scripture that the Bible says when the spirit of truth comes, when the spirit of truth comes, he himself will convict. If the Holy Ghost cannot convict your husband from cheating on you, you cannot. I'm preaching the gospel to you. If the Holy Ghost cannot convict him to zip up, if the Holy Ghost cannot convict him to zip up, you can't do it. So rather learn to pray to God and let the Holy Ghost. I'm preaching to a mature message. See, this is how people destroy their homes. Suspicions. Suspicions. You suspect too much. Become a, a, a grown up man, you will become like a puppy following your wife. <laughs> In the mall, I mean, when she, when, when she moves her car from home, 10 minutes later, you also move your car. Where, where, where are you going? Where are you? Are, are you FBI? <laughs> Sniffing around, she moved her car. Say she was going to work. Exactly 10 minutes later, you also move your car. No, that's not love. I'm telling you, that is not love. That is not love. Don't be deceived. That is not love. You see, and, 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 what, what, you see so the best is that it, it had torment. So what, what it does is that you are tormented. It brings you torment. It brings you torment. You are sitting at home all sorts of ideas. 
I'm preaching to you. And this is Satan at work. You are tormented. You are tormented. You are tormented. Yeah. So you are bitter. You are suspicious. Listen. You better trust God. And live by faith. And know that perfect love casteth away fear. Believe people for their face value. Even if it's lying, it's unto God. Look, I'm preaching to you by the Spirit. Most of you are ruining your homes because of that fear. It's unnecessary. Let the Holy Ghost come with me. Hallelujah. May you be delivered from that demon. I say, may you be delivered from that demon. Following your wife like. What is she talking to? Where did he go? Who was that? Check, check in the. You see? You see? You see? The, the, is that another effect of fear is that God has, but of sound mind. Because fear takes away sound mind. When you become afraid, you don't think right. That's what the Bible says. When you live in fear, you don't think right. Because it is not a normal behavior for your husband that you are sitting here, you are chatting, or your wife. You are chatting with your wife. Nothing. Then as soon as she gets up, you pick up her phone and go to the bathroom. It's, are you normal? Are you normal? <laughs> I'm talking about it. Do you, you understand? Are you normal? You are sitting with a person, talking and laughing. How was your work? And then the person gets up. Then you turn on the phone. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Even your, your, your passion to know the code to his phone is an evil desire. Why are you so interested to get the code to his phone? If you trust and believe him, why do you need a code to his phone? Can I have your password? A password for what? <laughs> you, see, you see, you have not thought about the reason behind it. But today I am exposing the demon behind it. Oh, just in case. No, it's not so. You think about it too. If you were to be honest with yourself, it is from out of a certain suspicion. Even though you don't want to admit it, that's why you want the passcode. If you don't really care, you care about his passcode. Some of you so much afraid. You see, you, you, you don't behave right. Because if you behave right, why do you tell your wife that you are going to work? No, you're not going to work. Oh. <laughs> and then you go around and then 30 minutes come back home because you suspect that something is going on. Yeah. So you go around uh, then, then, then you come back. As soon as you come back, oh, but I thought you said you were going to work. Oh, no, that was a problem. I couldn't go. You have add, added lies to the demon of fear. <laughs> Look, may God give you a sound mind. I say, may God give you a sound mind. I say, may God give you a sound mind. You see, it was my wife who told me. I think it was someone, Reverend Bright. Reverend Bright lives very far. I think 
something was my son. He said, Reverend, but uh, I mean, was talking about uh, he comes, he, he went home. You know, he was very far from his house, and Angie's always around working with the neighbors and things. And Angie is very sociable in chat. So sometimes he will come home, he will be talking to the other people, the neighbors, the, the gardeners and things, and they chatting. He does not care a hoot. He's so tired, he goes to sleep. And you see, when he told me, I said, This is somebody who trusts his wife. This is somebody who trusts his wife. So he has left the woman all day on his bedroom. The guy is sitting there chatting with the neighbors. He believes his wife. He has perfect love for his wife. So he does not think that his wife talking to the neighbor gardener boy means that anything is going on. Nothing is going on. But some of you, even a phone call, you look. It's a revelation. Yeah. I don't care. You see, hold on, I'm that. Not that he doesn't care. It is a reflection of how much trust he has for his wife. And because of that, the love is perfect. For what? Oh, I pray that God will deliver us. You see, this thing I'm sharing with you, it has been the reason why a lot of homes are destroyed. Because nobody, you see, listen, the Bible said that now, now is strength and the power of Christ come because the accuser of the brethren has been cast out. One of the things that you don't know is see, Nobody can thrive in an atmosphere of accusation. At a point, you feel weak. Hallelujah. Amen. All right, a few more minutes. Let me preach so we can pray. I'm just, you see, I'm diagnosing demons. You see, and fear, 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 it will happen. The thing that you are afraid of, one day you wake up, it will be happening. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 That's what Job said. The thing that I'm afraid of has happened to me. The thing that I'm afraid of. Hallelujah. So, you being afraid that he's cheating on you, I'm preaching to you. You being afraid that he's cheating to you, when it happens, don't say, aha, I told you so. It's not, I told you so. Aha, you believe so. Bottom line. <laughs> I like this. I like this person. For the thing, you see, for the thing which is greatly, you see, for the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me. And that which I was afraid for is come. The thing which I greatly feared, because fear is a spirit. So when you are afraid, you attract it. My child, something happened to my child. Something, when it happens, don't say that. You, you see, I, 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 I saw it ahead. You didn't see it ahead. You believed it. You feared it. That is why you must learn to cast away fear. Look, one of the commonest, and I'm preaching, one of the commonest mistakes as a pastor, that when, when a wife starts accusing the husband, you like this girl. You like this girl. You may not like the girl, but as you keep on saying you like, you are confessing one day you like her. 
It's your, so when eventually she touches her breast, it's your confession that has come to pass. <laughs> Preaching to you. It's your, your confession. No, it's your confession. Because you have been speaking it. Sometimes you have not even seen hell, but you are pointing. Yes, you haven't seen hell, but your comment is pointing her to look. Your comment is pointing him to look there. His mind is not even there, but your comment is directing his mind there. And he will find something there. Thank you very much. <laughs> no, see, I'm, don't, don't joke with fear. The thing that I feel, the thing that I feel, fear of losing your job, one day you lose it. Fear of dying, one day you lose it. I think for those of you who are on Friday, you see, Friday, Friday, I shared, I shared a story with you. You see, I shared a story with you about a guy who was rushed to the clinic. Okay? When he came, he couldn't breathe. He couldn't breathe. His lung was very congested. He was dying. Quite a, I mean, middle-aged man. So quickly, we got an x-ray because his oxygen was very low. We got an x-ray and we got a CT scan. And in his chest, we saw, it looks like st- st- uh, snowstorms, whitened flakes. Which, is, which, which are cancerous lesions. Cancer all over his lungs. He couldn't breathe. But that type of cancer did not come from the lungs. So suddenly, even though this is killing him, so this, this thing must have come from somewhere. So what, what was in lungs was the secondaries or the metastasis. So suddenly, said, what happened? So, of months ago, I felt some small pain here. And he thought it was just a small pain. And I bumped, I bumped my knee against something. So a little pain, I didn't take notice of it. So when we did the bone scan, which is the scan of your bone, we found out that, whoa, the primary tumor, the primary tumor, the primary tumor, this small thing that was here, that he never paid attention to, was actually the source. If he had paid attention to that primary tumor, this secondary will not have developed. And I'm telling you that when you read Rejoinder's book, The Final Quest, they are primary demons. Fear is one of the primary demons. Something very small, but it opens a door for something terrible to happen to you. Father, I cast away fear. I feel that I bind the spirit of fear. I bind the fear of death. 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 Feel it strongly. I bind the fear of terminal disease. Listen, all ladies, put your hand on your breast. All ladies, Father, I bind the spirit of breast cancer. I bind the fear, the fear of breast cancer. I bind the fear of breast cancer. I bind the fear of breast cancer. They will live and not die in Jesus' name. Amen. You will not die. You will not die. Hallelujah. Amen. Are we blessed? We're going to pray against the spirit of fear. Hallelujah. Yeah. It's a demon. 
So when it happens, it's not because it is, it is, it is according to, it's because you feared it. That is why Jesus always said, fear not. Fear not. Fear not. He said, fear not every day. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. Fear not. So I, what I'm sharing with you this afternoon is that any, every time you have that feeling or mood, it's a spirit, and begin to declare the opposite. You must be able to say, I don't care how many women in my family have breast cancers. It will never happen to me. Amen. It will not. Amen. Yeah. You must be able to confess, my breast is life and not death. Because the original meaning of breast is mama, it's life. My breast is life and not death. Fear. Hallelujah. We cast away the spirit of fear. Your children will live and not die. Amen. Your children will live and not die. Amen. I say your children will live and not die. Amen. Your children will live and our children will live and not die. Amen. Hallelujah. And I'm speaking like a prophet. I'm telling you, I'm speaking prophetically. Your children will live and not die. Yeah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. The last one is just a prayer topic. I think we should pray. I've shared something enough. This, this book I can preach for you for about six months. But I feel it's time for us to pray. Hallelujah. I feel that it's time for us to pray. And cast away the spirit of fear. And salvation. You will not lose your job. I say you will not lose your job. You will not lose your job. You will not die in an accident. Amen. I say you will not die in an accident. Yes. Oh, look, your husband, some of you wife, I'm telling you, your husband cannot go anywhere. You will not go anywhere. Amen. I'm saying say, your husband will not go anywhere. Amen. Cannot go anywhere. Amen. <laughs> I like that word. <laughs> he is totally locked. He's locked to you. He can't go anywhere. So don't worry about it. Don't be afraid. At this his age, with his bald head, who likes him? <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. You will not lose your you will not lose your sanity. There is, nobody, there is nobody here under the sound of my voice who will go mental. Amen. You will never have a mental illness. Amen. I drive away the spirit of depression. Amen. You will not be depressed. Amen. You will not be depressed. Amen. Uh, look, you will live and not die. Amen. I say you will live and not die. Amen. Listen. Tell your neighbor... I came sitting on the plane. And I will go back sitting on the plane. Say it again. Say, I came sitting on the plane. And I will go back sitting on the plane. Say, I refuse to go as cargo. Some of you should even say that I came sitting in third class. Say, I came sitting in third class. But I'll go back sitting in first class. 
Hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Listen, I, I believe we should, I'm going to take our friend and we'll pray. Because I was going to share something else, but I, I believe the Holy Spirit is just telling me to stop here. Okay? And deal with this demon. That, you see, it has, it has limited some of us, our capacity. We have never been able to move to certain heights because of that. But this after we deal with it. I say we deal with it. Amen. It has affected some of us the way we love. We, can't, we, we have not been able to love. You see, because of what your mother went through. Okay? Some of you, even some ladies are not married because of what they saw their mother go through. So the fear of what your mother went through has kept you from trusting a man. But we break that bond. We break that bond. I, I know of a young lady who said, Reverend, I will never marry from my father's tribe. He said, any man I will take, but a man from this tribe. Because of what he saw his mother go through. So, so by that, he's, she's living in a certain type of fear. But let me tell you something. Decree and declare that I will not live in fear. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We're going to pray on this. I believe we're going to pray on this. And then, but before we pray, yeah, let's, let's take our first and base. Because when we enter the prayer, please take your first and base. We hope you've been blessed. For copies of this message or other such messages, please write to us at tapesandpublications at yahoo.com.